This is Gabriel Masudi, and you're listening to Learn, Unlearn, Optimize. Hey, everybody. What's up, man? This is Gabriel Masudi, and I'm here with my buddy, Michael Pellegrino. And we decided to do a, um, a series on nutrition. Mike is an integrated health coach. He's been a, a big influence in my life with uh, helping me heal myself through my experience with cancer and my nutrition and things like that. And we wanted to uh, set a non-dogmatic, a non-what would you say, Mike, a non-specific like, diet so, like we want to get into yeah. the, the general overall facts of like food and nutrition. Um, yeah, we're not here to prophetize, you know. Yeah. yeah, or preach to anybody. But there's a lot of holes in my in my game that Michael always fills. So rather than just talking to Michael one on one, we figured it'd be awesome to share this information with the world. So um, yeah, Mike, where do you want to start? But this is the fundamentals of food, huh? Yeah, I figured let's go to like the beginning, you know, the baseline, square one, yeah, point zero point one, uh, so that we can begin to delve into this more as we're having other future conversations. We're able to um, have a point of reference, you know. Uh-huh. It's always good to start with a bigger picture of something, get a good idea of what that's all about, and then we can begin to digest it, break it down bit by bit by bit and start to see how it all, you know, is arranged and how they all relate to one another, the different principles, the different details. Because I find that that's something that's really big in our like world now is that we don't approach things with that more holistic or integrative perspective. You know, science has become very reductionistic. We're just breaking things down too much. So cool. Um, without understanding the interconnectedness between them. Awesome. So yeah, let's start with the, uh, the whole the wholeness of it all, which is, you know, in terms of nutrition, what we need to be properly nourished, we have to distinguish, well, what is food? What is, what is whole food? What is true food yeah. um, or real food? So that's what we're going to get into. Great, man. I'm so excited for this. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> okay. So, you know, th- there's so many questions like, you know, why, what is true food, whole food, real food? Um, why do we want to eat those foods? Uh-huh. You know, it's like, well, why would I want to eat, you know, a real food? Yeah. Um, you know, why would I want to do that? So, you know, what exactly is true food, real food, you know, it is, it is whole food. And what exactly is whole food? You know, whole food is literally food in its original form that nature has provided us. Okay. So it has its own, history to it. it it has its own its own life forms and so this is a life form you know that has um, evolved you know in time and space through time you know through time there and it has it has a history it has a knowledge to it it has information and it has a life energy to it yeah and yes it is made up of different individual components that we can call like proteins, carbs, fats, and most of us are very familiar with those three um, macronutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, but food is more than just those macronutrients. You know, it's, it's the, all of those necessarily, those elements and constituents that are necessary, not only to feed our body, 
but really for that life form to thrive within its own environment Mm -hmm. so that it can continue to grow and, and pass on its, you know, genetics and its life energy to its future and be able to, you know, sustainably thrive throughout time. So ultimately what we want to do is be able to consume this whole food and incorporate it into our own being so that we can be whole. So really that's the essence is like, if you want to be whole, you need to eat whole foods. Okay. You know, not fractionated foods. And so at the end of the day, really it comes down to this principle of eat or be eaten. Okay. You're, that's just how energy works. How life energy works, you know, matter as you know, the old, um, you know, principle of uh, law of thermodynamics about energy cannot be created or destroyed, just transferred. Yeah. Um, really it's about taking energy and transferring it into another form. And so that's what we want to do with our, with good food, with real food. Okay. Eat that whole food, break it down through digestion, but also more than just digestion, you know, like what does it mean to really eat? Have you really, you know, ate, so to speak? Um, that means you have to digest it, but also means you have to absorb those nutrients, that food. Mm-hmm. You have to um, assimilate it into your tissues and your cells so that it can become you. But it also means that your body has to be able to eliminate mm-hmm. yeah. that, those fractions or those parts of that whole food that don't serve you at this time or that yeah. maybe um, don't have a, a use for you. So yeah. then you have to eliminate that. So that's a whole process. Okay. Basically taking life energy from another organism and incorporating it into your own being awesome. so that you can promote regeneration and avoid degeneration. Cool. I'm yeah. With so that's, that's it in a nutshell in a principle form. Okay. So how do we get into what those foods are? So where, where the, do I, what, what defines that? Obviously you said it hasn't been processed. Yeah. So like what, what is it? What does it contain? You know, it's food in its original form. So basically, what are we talking about? We're talking about mostly plants. But of course, you know, animals, they also, you know, eat plants. Yeah. And they incorporate those, that life energy into their own, to make up their own life energy. Right. And, um, you know, culturally, historically, we have also eaten animal-based um, uh-huh. animals, you know. Right. For food. Um, and again, they're whole beings as well. And so when we eat them as well, we can incorporate that into our own body as long as we have the ability to, again, digest, absorb, and assimilate and eliminate those uh, parts of, of, that, of that food. Got it. So, you know, that's, it, it incorporates all those necessary elements, but it also doesn't incorporate the things that a lot of us men, you know, has added to these foods. Okay. All the different man-made chemicals you know, includes pesticides, herbicides, um, preservatives, preservatives, additives, colorings. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a huge list of, yeah. of things that are out there. There are numerous chemicals that have Thick just not, oh, yeah. you know, been tested for its safety that are out in the environment. Um, and in the plants primarily are taking that in to their own, um, their own being. Right. And it's, interfering with their own life energy. That's why, you know, we're constantly having to find new pesticides and herbicides 
to be spraying onto these plants because plants no longer have the right vitality. Right. We're, we're really destroying the um, ecosystem. And so the animals too, especially including ourselves, you know, we bio accumulate a lot of these toxins and uh, other chemicals and preservatives into our own being. And they, they get in the way of our own healing yeah. our own regeneration uh, process. Yeah. So we got to get back to whole food that has lack of those compounds or reduced amounts of it. It's very hard to be honest, to have, you know, we're not in Eden anymore to get back to that purity anymore. Yeah. It's, it's almost impossible. Does a lot of the plants lack of vitality, Mike? Does it just come from like pesticides and herbicides and things that are being sprayed or fertilizers put into the ground? Or do you think like over farming just in general has a lot to do yeah. with it because there's not a lot of nutrients left in the soil? Exactly. Poor farming, agricultural methods have played a huge role. Demineralization yeah. of the soil. Also the destruction of the, uh, the soil organisms. Yeah. You know, that plays a huge role. The different, um, what we call, <laughs> the whole term we'll call microflora. Um, but basically those, the micro, uh, bacteria and also the yeast, yeah. uh, the different, uh, mycelium that exists within the soil as well. It's just a huge role, you know, in the uptake of essential nutrients, especially those minerals that are present in the soil yeah. to be uptaken into the plant. Got it. So the plant, again, it's all about the ecosystem being whole. How does this plant exist in relationship to its environment? How are we existing in relationship to our environment? And then how are all of those, um, those food, those constituents within food, how are they, um, or how do they relate to one another? You know, the different um, mineral ratios, for instance, within food and also within our own self plays a significant role in how that organism will um, express itself, how it will function how right. all of the enzymes that are present in its uh, biochemistry or, or, you know, phytochemistry, how it's able to actually perform, how those enzymes are able to be active. It all depends upon the ratios of those fundamental elements. So Mike, to break down what you're saying again, mm -hmm. if I eat a particular food, mm -hmm. I may be able to even digest it, but assimilation, like, there's certain things that have to activate from a, uh, like a chemical standpoint to form a chemical um, reaction that's going to make it even beneficial for my body. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So how do, how do you do that? How do you take something from the outside, you know, a food, um, even if it's a fake food, you know, even if it's a processed food, how do you take that and being able and be able to first digest that? Right. It's energy. It takes your own energy to do that. Correct. And absorb and assimilate that. So it requires a tremendous amount of life energy. Um, but then if you want to break that down into what are those actual biochemical uh, constituents, yeah. those are enzymes. But Mike, you know? I guess what you said was, was part of my, what I just wanted to reiterate. But yes, let's say I start to digest a process in order to have like an enzyme be effective in my body. Is, are you saying that in, in not all the time or maybe all the time I have to have another component to activate that enzyme so that it's even healthy for my body to, to have? So the, yeah, I think I, what you're saying is like the enzymes, they, in order for them to have their activity, they need to have something. Or to even make it like beneficial. Like maybe I process it and like get it out of my body, but maybe it didn't have the proper activation because I don't have the other part of the equation to 
to even make it. I ate something, but without I ate A, but without having B in my body. With A, it really doesn't do anything. It's just going through my body. For sure, definitely, it's it's the it's the combination of multiple enzymes and systems working together as a yeah. whole system. Wow! In order for you to in your system, your body system as a whole to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So a lot, all enzymes really require um, minerals and vitamins as cofactors, as essential um, components for that enzyme's activity. And so if you are deficient in a vitamin and a mineral, uh, those enzymes will be unable to, uh, to be processed, to process whatever it's trying to process in the proper way. So maybe the enzymes activity is reduced and it's, um, you know, it's not able to, to break it, break something down or to transform yeah. um, different components in your body into the most efficient way. And so then things start to back up within systems. And then if you're not, again, if you're not breaking down something or you're not being yeah. able to uh, transform something into something else that your body requires, yeah. there's going to be a deficit. And then there's also going to be, because of that equation, there's a deficit in one part of a system. That means that there's going to be an excess in some other part that manifests. Got it. Because that excess could be toxic. What's that? The excess could be toxic or it could yeah, excess is generally toxins, and those toxins can be from you know the food that we eat or the chemicals that are in uh, those foods. Or it so could again, be like an excess of something that wasn't initially meant to be a toxin. Like I know too much vitamin D could event could be toxic for the body if you take right? right. So it's something that you took, but there's an excess amount of it. And even though it was something that you thought was healthy for your body, now it's becoming right. toxic. Yeah. And if you're, if you're deficient in certain nutrients and um, enzymes and uh, they're underperforming now, you might actually generate uh, an excess of certain, let's say, stress hormones that are toxic to your body. All right. So it's all about that balance of, you know, the, the it's all about the balance. That's really what it comes down to. So Just how do we, how, like that. <laughs> how does, how does the, the, the person that's listening to this, even myself, Mike, you know, yeah. I've, I've spoken to you for a while, so I have a little bit more context, but where do we start? Like, so what do I do with this information right now? Great. You okay. broke down all this, this, this information. I know you can go even deeper and into almost another language that I wouldn't understand. Um, but what do we do? What do we, what do we do with it? Like, where do we start? So look at what, look at what food is, you know, is it whole plant-based food in its original form? Okay. You know, so that means practically, um, you know, get to know your farmers, you know, if you're living in those areas or if you are in a more urban environment, yeah. um, look at, go to the, the places that are providing organic foods. Uh, that's always a good place. I mean, we have the USD organic certification. It's, it's an okay certification. It definitely um, is, provides us some assurance that the food is in a better state than conventionally grown food with pesticides yeah. and herbicides. Yeah. Um, but really the best way is to get to know your farmers. And fortunately, there's a lot of farmer markets, even in urban zones like New York City, um, that people can go to to get to see, you know, where is this food being produced? Cool. Yeah, so that's, heard, that's important. I heard this one time, Mike, stay, stay on the outer perimeter of the supermarkets for the most part. Yeah. In other words, uh, the majority of supermarkets are set up with the fresh produce 
meats and like fresher foods on the perimeter of the supermarket. And the majority of the processed stuff is in the center aisles. Right. There's like the boxes and the cans and all that stuff. So pretty much if I'm going to, if I'm going to walk over to, to whole foods right now or go to uh, the big shop right over here, I'm going to look to buy as much organic as I can. And that will give me some type of hope that it's without a, a ton of chemicals, even though it's not always without it. I'm going to look for foods that are in their full form, meaning like a carrot, like literally is a carrot, not something that's that a carrot <laughs> in process, a potato, uh, fruits, vegetables, things of that nature. Yes. Uh, and if I'm going to go into, into buy chicken or meat and I'm going to get a protein, we'll get it like in its form, not processed, not ground, try to get something that's like a fresh organic grass fed cut of meat or, or cut of chicken or something of that nature. And yes. then same thing with any type of um, any types of juices or things like that. I know we could get even so I can see Mike's wheels spinning, guys, because he's we go like so deep. And I know like even juices to to a certain extent, right? Like the body wasn't made to to take all that in without the fiber, without the rest of it. So that that yes. isn't that isn't a, a food in its true form. So you, you got to even be careful with like how much of, of, of that you take, because right. like, hypothetically, like if I just drink a ton of orange juice, that's a big shock to my system, even if it has some pulp in it, because it's without everything else that nature intended me to eat it with. Once I peel that skin off, right. I peel the skin off, yeah. I eat the orange. I also, yeah. And I really, and that, I want to segue from that into yeah. something that's super important. And when we're talking about like nourishing our body and feeding our body, yeah, you know, really a big part of that is most is really about feeding uh, that microbiome that exists within our, primarily our digestive. What's system. microbiome, Mike? So it is the, the accumulation of all of the different microorganisms, the bacteria, different types of um, yeast um, that exist in, an e- it's like an ecosystem of different micro, um, you know, microflora. I hear a lot of people yeast. throwing out probiotics a lot, Mike, to just yeah. throw that term out there eat this probiotic, do this even right. right here in this adaptogen tea, my kombucha with probiotic. Is that, is that BS is, and I also heard that is B, is probiotic part of this microbiome you're talking about? It's related. So definitely the probiotics are those bacteria that are a result of a fermentation. So yeah. for instance, you're having a kombucha drink, that's right. a fermented tea. You know, there's sauerkraut, there's kimchi, you know, there's, there's all the yogurts, there's all these fermented foods out there. So basically we're taking real whole food and we're fermenting them, allowing the bacteria that are inherently um, exist within that food to start to break it down. Um, Instead of us being able to break it down with our own enzymes, we're using bacteria to break that down, which yields numerous different constituents that would not be obtained if we just ate it by ourselves. So there's a great benefit in that. That was that A and B equation that I was talking about. I may eat something, but yeah. it doesn't get broken down properly. It'll just pass through my system. So with yeah. the microbiome, that's that component that helps for it to be broken down and then assimilated properly. Yeah. And, and when, we, when we feed our body with whole food, with true food, yeah, includes fermented foods, we're feeding this um, internal environment. And you know, I often think about it like, if you look at, you know, the, like a tree, right? And, and the tree's got its, 
its roots that are in the soil out there. Well, in our gut, we have something called microvilli and villi, and and literally it 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 expands our absorption our food a tremendous amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we didn't have this microvilli, we would not be able to absorb our, our food pretty much at all. Okay. So it really enhances the surface area of our uh, digestive tract, especially the, uh, the small intestines uh, primarily, and allows us to absorb a tremendous amount of nutrition from our food. And so we have to think about it as like ourselves, that microvilli are like the roots of like a tree reaching out to the soil. And so what is the soil? The soil is, you know, that food, it's the microbiome, it's all that flora in there. We need to give ourselves food that flows through that system and then the bacteria in there are beginning to ferment it, to break it down, um, especially in the large intestines. And that yields a whole bunch of different constituents that informs our body how to be healthy and well. Mm-hmm. It helps keep our immune system strong or robust mm-hmm. um, and, and aware of how to fight off what shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be coming in and, in, and, and antagonizing us. So again, principle of eat or be eaten. So if you want to be ro- vital, robust, you know, as an organism, be able to thrive, you know, not just survive, you want to eat whole food that has a lot of vitality, a lot of good quality life energy, feed your body, feed your microbiome. And it, it's a work, it's a synergy Mike, between that bacteria and your body. Two things real quick. First, yeah. we said, uh, we had said yogurt. I just want to put a big asterisk next to yogurt and that's like a whole nother topic. Like be careful the yogurts that you eat out there, guys. A lot of it's packed with crap. So Mark and I listen back to this. We'll record something else on yogurt, but I think it's Amy's is the brand that we get. Amy's organic. Stick with that until you hear otherwise. But um, (laughs) Amy's organic, like whole, it actually has um, like the proper living probiotic or the proper living, um, what, what do you want to call it, Mike, With, within it? Um, yeah, the, the strains of the probiotics. The strains. It's yeah. got, it's got um, over the like, cultures. yeah, I forget how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of cultures in it that are alive mm-hmm. and, uh, and good for your gut. And it doesn't have the other additives in it um, that, that could be detrimental to your gut. So asterisk yeah. on yogurt. And um, like I said, I probably... No, just, yo- yogurt is, most yogurt's dairy. And so yeah. where dairy coming from, it's coming from an animal what is that animal? What has that animal been eating? Yeah. And when you, when you, most people realize that when you have something like milk products, you know, you're not just getting milk from one cow. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that milk is coming from like, you know, 50 plus cows. Yeah. It's all, you know, mixed together, homogenized, pasteurized. Right. Um, So it really is different than like, you know, getting fresh squeezed milk from the udder. Yeah. That. And also all the thickeners, was it carrageenan? And like yeah. all the other stuff that they put into it and the sugars. So you get like, you may grab this yogurt off the shelf. It's like some BS marketing about probiotic and something on it. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and it's got 23 grams of sugar from the artificial fruit that's in it. And a bunch of other additives that are, have been uh, said to cause cancer. And before you know it, you're doing yourself back to the second part of what I wanted to reiterate. We said like eat or be eaten. Yes. And this isn't like, you know, dog eat dog or like kill or be killed. This is, I think my interpretation, I want to get clear. I'm like, is like, I'm either going to eat. So I cause my body to regenerate mm-hmm. or I'm going to eat to where I cause my body to eat itself and break down to where I'm in degeneration. 
Exactly. Exactly. It, it, that's really what it comes down to. What are you, what is quite your body need? Even buy a parasite. What's that? I said quite literally, maybe even to the extent of, or buy a parasite. Buy a parasite. Yeah. In, in a, it in a, becomes in very a parasitic. Case. Yeah. And like parasitic basically is an entity that is siphoning off your own life energy yep. and bringing you down. It's holding you down. Right. And so you can have undigested proteins that make their way into your system and are literally starting to break down your own body's uh, tissues right. and, and systems and get in the way of your own healing. Right. And so that's why, you know, I even when I work with people, you know, doing clinical nutrition, um, I don't just look at what they're eating, but I'm looking at like, how are their, their organ systems, you know, working? How vital are they? Are they distressed? Do they need additional support um, to be able to um, metabolize what we are feeding our body. I've worked with people who are, you know, they're eating really good food, raw vegan diets, or, you know, super high quality nutrient dense foods. Um, but yet they're not digesting, they're not absorbing, not assimilating. Right. So they're not getting what they need to sustain themselves, to promote that regeneration process. So Mike, just to uh, unpack that a little bit more, sure. what, what I heard was that, sometimes even a protein can become a, a parasite because the body isn't able to break it down. Cause like in that, it doesn't have the right parts of the equation that it needs. Yeah. And um, so parasitic is anything that takes from your regeneration has your body start to like decompose or like uh, and, and um, degenerate. Yeah. Even parasitic or it own becomes antagonistic. So basically it sets up a whole chain um, reaction of events that leads to a chronic degeneration. Got it. Because your body is spending so much of its own life energy trying to protect itself from the inside right. as well as from the outside, that, that is antagonizing your system. Right. So this is all very common, in, especially in people with autoimmune-related conditions where their body is literally fighting against itself in a process, in, in an attempt to fight off other entities that entities that are dislodged or not dislodged, but lodged within your system. Now that's from like, there's the other, there's the other extreme of it where someone may hear, they say, Oh, eat whole foods, stick to the perimeter of the, the, um, the supermarket. Like you guys just told me, I'm going to pick up some sushi mm -hmm. and within that sushi or within anything that may be uncooked and is raw, are a lot of parasites and I'm talking like literal parasites now that are like worms or like that look like, like goldfish flukes within the body. Yep. I've had some clients come in here that were actually on flushes from, from their, uh, from their MDs, from their doctors mm -hmm. to get these out of their body. Yes. And it's like, and I looked at, and then I started, I have some books over here and I started looking at it and like some of them look like actual goldfish or like, <laughs> like worms within the body. And so there's that extreme to where you get to be really careful of, of to like what you like I, as far, I don't know. I do at least Mike, I, I try to stay away from as much like uncooked fish like that or uncooked beef or uncooked. Yeah, I would suggest that because again, it comes back to the sourcing, right? You now where these, these organisms are existing, you know, are they known for carrying parasites? And yeah, I would definitely be cooking that through all the yep. way um for yeah. sure 
So I just wanted to be clear that it's not just necessarily chain reaction. We could be talking about a literal parasite that's literal, yeah. eating you from the inside out. Absolutely. And then also tricking your system mm-hmm. to think that it needs nutrients that you need, but it's really to feed the parasite so it can take right. over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wild stuff, man. It's like an, it's like a, it's like a movie, an alien movie plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that whole entity existing and like trying to like yeah, <laughs> exactly. grab out and yeah breaks you down in the process. And, and that's, that's no long, no way to live it. And, and, you know, that's, you know, with all of the, you know, the dis-ease and disorder many of us are experiencing in this, this era, you know, and, and every, there's always some new diagnosis or term we can throw, um, you know, label we can throw on it. Um, but essentially it's just that our, our systems are distressed. They are, they're lacking in the bright life energy mm-hmm. and the right nutrition. They're deficient and or toxic. Usually it's a combination of both. Right. And we want to get back to supporting that regeneration process. And that means we need to start with feeding ourselves with whole food, with true foods, you know, foods that give us everything that we need to thrive. Awesome, man. And that's where it's like food from the earth, food in its natural, you know, original form, the way nature has intended it to be. Mm -hmm. Its genetics has not been altered. So I'm really big against GMOs as well mm-hmm. um, because it's in a science experiment. We don't know exactly what are the ramifications of genetically engineered food on our own biology. And even that's so tough to find. I just watched this whole documentary on avocados last night and like all the different breeds of avocados there are now. And like the one that's really being pushed is like, I think the Haas is, it is Haas avocado because yeah. it like ships the best and the majority of the manufacturing or the majority of the, I should say the processing meaning like sorting and shipping and boxing is set up for this particular dimension. So like, that's the one that's ruling the market. Yeah. You know, so you're going to get what you're going to get. It goes deep. Yeah. And we can even get into also the, um, the hybridization of food, even though it's not direct genetic modification on, on, you know, like manipulating the gene, the genes through like CRISPR technology. um, We through many, you know, generations, have hybridized food so that, you know, this whole term, I don't know if you're familiar with heirloom varieties. Like the heirloom tomato. Yeah, like heirloom tomatoes, but there are heirloom multiple types of uh, vegetables out there. Okay. Roots. And so the variety of different uh, types of, of an apple or of an orange or of an avocado, it's just, you know, bananas, whatever it may be, yeah. has come down instead of it being like a, like a tree with many roots, those roots have been, or branches, they've been cut off. Yeah. And so we're really limiting our, um, our access to a variety of different foods of real foods. Yeah. We're becoming more homogenized and, and less of this, you know, this mix of a variety. And Another so way the best it. way to feed your body is to eat a variety of foods because no one food is going That's to provide all. your body with everything that you need to thrive. Yeah. So the best diet is a varied diet. Yeah. Eating a variety of foods coming from different <laughs> environments. Um, well, I mean, generally I'm more of a promoter of eating as local as possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Absolutely. with our access to a variety of other foods all throughout the world, it's, it's quite easy to, you know, grab yeah. some uh, exotic, you know, acai. <laughs> exactly. 
Or um, even I was going to make another asterisk to this conversation, Mike, for us right. to touch and touch on, which is the predecessor to Whole Foods, which is like a good water source. Yes. Right. Like and like because uh, and like what's in water and how damaging water could be if it's not like if it, if it's not pure, if it's not clean, or or especially with rotting pipes, fluoride, et cetera, the toilet paper residue. We could go on and on. We'll do a whole another episode on water uh, for time purposes. Um, but, um, some, sometimes Mike, I'll grab a, a glass bottle of like Pellegrino cause I love your last name and I love Pellegrino water and, um, <laughs> or, or like, uh, or something like, uh, the Voss or something, but they're from different countries mm-hmm. and I'll do that on purpose just to like get some different mineral content in my yeah. body. Just like take a swing at the fence. I never, I never actually just, tested it, but, or just get a, get a Berkey yeah. system that that's, that's great. I'm so glad for you know, this is where I love technology. I love technology for what it does really, really well and actually enhancing the quality of, a, of people's life. Yeah. And, you know, I love systems like this because it really does an excellent job of, you know, providing, you know, water at such a low cost compared to bottled waters um, that's super pure and clean. That's a one-off, Mike. I normally have yeah. um, my six-stage uh, RO, reverse osmosis. Yeah. I'd said like, I'm, I geek out on water, so we'll do another episode on that. But then I yeah, put yeah. Uh, <laughs> I put trace minerals in it, and then That's like cool. some some right salt or Himalayan. But we'll get into all that for sure. So, Mike, are you are you you have anything else that you want to wrap this up with, or is there anything else you wanted to discuss during this? Yeah, I want to add one uh, thing about with food, and that we need to, you know, food is another entity, just like you are an entity, and I'm an entity, and you and I are having a relationship. Yeah, we need to have develop a healthy relationship with food, rather than seeing food in this um, more, let's say, um, pervasive way, where we're using it as sensation play for our two main senses, mostly your sense of smell and your sense of taste. Kind That's like how it. we are relating to food is to this sense play, Interesting. and we want to really get away from not just not exclude it. Right. Cause that, that's not good. You know, we want to be integral, you know, we want to definitely have food taste good and smell good, but we also have to move beyond it just being about that. Got it it. needs to be a whole experience. A holistic relationship. So, yeah. when we're eating, we want to eat whole food with good company, with people that we enjoy. Yeah. We want to chew that food. Well, we want to taste it. We really want to have an experience with it, not just gobble it down super right. quickly. Right. And so, you know, make it a whole experience, something that where you eat and you feel satisfied, you say, feel satisfied, not only here, but you feel satisfied here where when you eat, you don't feel lethargic. You don't feel fatigued. Yeah. You don't feel get uh, you know, bloated or, yeah. um, you know, you know, reflux, you know, indigestion, but you feel satisfied. You feel that that is giving you what you need to have vital energy. That's so interesting, Mike. So it's similar to like what I just heard was, gosh, if I'm in a toxic relationship or a relationship, let's say that's just about sex or a relationship where the other person isn't healthy for me and I feel drained, the same yeah. thing is true with food. Like it should be a completely holistic, nourishing experience, not just something that I turn to for pleasure or like alcohol to alleviate a problem or to like lose my problems in, um, and, and really there's an awareness that comes with that, uh, 
like a, a visceral awareness of really taking an inventory on how do I feel after I do, are you crashing just because it's 4 PM and you're tired mm-hmm. or are you crashing because maybe you just had like a bunch of carbs or you ate something that doesn't really sit well with your body and is, and it's a lot of energy for the body to digest, assimilate, process, eliminate everything you just went over. And right. because of all that energy that's required, your body's crashing rather than giving, putting you in a regenerative energetic state, like a toxic person or like yeah. a relationship that may not serve you. You know, as, as the old saying goes, eat to live, not, not live to eat. And that's where it needs to be about. Now, granted, you know, I'm not saying to get neurotic about eating, yeah, you know, yeah. and that, you know, cause there are people who go that side of the spectrum. Right. I've worked with them. You know, there's some people who just eat whatever the heck they want. They don't care. And then there's people who are super neurotic about what they eat and are very specific. That's crazy. Um, and that's not good either. Again, you don't want to be on the extremes. You yeah. want to find the balance. Yeah. Um, so if you have, you know, there's some fun event, you're, you know, a wedding, you know, some birthday celebration, there's a unhealthy food there. You know, again, food is part of a social, it's a social experience. Yeah. So have a little bit of, you know, what brings you true pleasure, but when you're having it, truly enjoy it have a wonderful relationship with that yeah you know what i'm saying thousand percent that makes a lot of sense yeah. let it be the exception let let's let relationship yeah healthy relationship that's awesome man that was really cool mike I, I, you've probably told me that a bunch of times but today that landed for me i, I heard it differently yes <laughs> uh, hey um so next episode mike we said we're going to get into the just to our listeners we're getting to the constituents of of food, uh, of yeah, food. I'd like to do that. So now that we've got this big picture idea of like, okay, what is food? What's not food? You know, let's examine, you know, what are the those building blocks of food? What is that made up of? And, and understand why they're all necessary for the body and what, what types of, you know, you know, there's different types of proteins, different types of carbs, different types of fats. Okay, so you're talking about minerals, carbohydrates, fats, yeah. proteins, um, even the different, how the gut uh, biome breaks down that you're talking about pro, we'll get more into depth. We'll do an episode just on each one of those that people can go back and start to get some more. This was just a, like a broad overview of context. So we can, we can get exactly. into that. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome, Mike. Yes. Well, this was great, dude. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. it was awesome. I always love talking with you. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. We'll be recording next Monday and we'll be bringing these to you guys weekly. Thanks so much. Thank you.